0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. My name is Barry Miracle, and it is my honor to come before you today. And I'm going to say it one more time because it just needs to be said. Happy New Year to everybody. We're only like two weeks in, so relax and just enjoy a few minutes of, of the holiday season. <laughs> I like to extend it. We, we keep our tree up till at least February. I remember one time we left it up till just on the other day of um, St. Patrick's Day. Uh, we left it up, kind of, you know, as a, after a while it became a joke because one of the the officers would drive by to see if the miracles had taken down their tree yet, and we'd have it lit up right into after <laughs> the seventeenth <17th> of March. <laughs> anyway, this is uh, I, I want to tell you that we're we're coming into a very. Um, Good year. I just, I'm going to say good year. And and the the title of this podcast today is getting ready to abound. It's going to be the great and terrible day um, of the Lord, and the enemy has been doing everything he can to shut down your voice, to contain you, to quarantine you, to get you to doubt and come into unbelief, and and just really uh, trying to control the narrative. And that is at the Lord's behest. And don't think that the enemy has the upper hand at all, because in a moment, things are going to shift and change. And so we need to get ready to uh, abound when the glory is outpoured like it is about to be. Uh, So... What does it mean to abound? Well, my word for this year is abounding in your field or abounding in the fields. And I believe that we are at an Acts 8 moment where the church has been struck the enemy has seemed to do everything he possibly can do to disperse us and to separate us. and But what he didn't know is in the midst of his scattering, we were actually being sown as seed into different spheres of influence. And what was meant for our destruction is actually going to be... Um, Advancement for the kingdom and advancement for you as you begin to be an answer and a solution. I want you to say this after me say, I am an answer being delivered. I'm not a problem to be solved. You, you are under pressure, and the peop, revival comes, and, and people's lives are changed radically a couple of different ways like the toronto blessing where a lot of people see the goodness of the lord and and they just run towards it and they, they get the joy and they get healed they get delivered and then revival comes because of um a crucible moment where things are being you know taken away where things are being crushed where, where tribulation is coming all these different things happen and It causes us to be dispersed. It causes us to be planted. It causes us to cry out. It causes us to repent. It causes us to go in the right direction. And we think that the enemy thinks that he is scattering us, but he's actually sowing us. That word in Acts chapter 8, let me just read Acts chapter 8 verse 1. It says, now Saul was consenting to his death. And at, at that time, a great persecution arose against the church, Which was in Jerusalem, and they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea, Samaria, except the apostles. The apostles stayed, but all all the other believers got scattered into other areas. And so that word "scattered" is actually uh, the word to sow. It's it's the word that we use when we're talking about to sow, sow a seed. Your seed that's being sewn into a sphere of influence. Your job, your place, your school, your home, your family, all these places that the enemy thought that he was having victory, and he is causing you to be sown. Like you may not physically go, but you are being sown in a place of the spirit. You're being sown, and many of you are 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 running into different areas, and you're doing church differently, and you're and, and you're and you're going into different. You've had to pick up another job. Don't think that's a curse. Even if you took a $2 an hour pay decrease, don't think that this is a curse. Know that God is setting you up to abound. The enemy is not winning. The enemy seems like he has taken the high places. And and it's like Ezekiel chapter 36 where he says, aha, the ancient heights have become ours. Uh, And if you read through uh, Ezekiel 36, you'll find out when the enemy is is saying and, and espousing and being arrogant in those ways, it's just God giving him enough rope to utterly destroy his works. Everything that the enemy has been trying to do is going to come to naught as we rise up in different places the enemy is not expecting us to be able to stand and all things stand and 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 outlast the storm and and be able to still be resilient amen so get ready your season to abound is coming upon you so i said in my word um the Lord told me back in early part of 2020 that in this season the ecclesia is awakening, the ecclesia is arising, the ecclesia is advancing and the ecclesia is about to abound. The ecclesia are those that are called out to rule and reign. That's the church. It's the it's the Greek word that that the, the Bible uses for the church and it's ecclesia and you are. If you're a born again believer and you've accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior, Uh, You have become the ecclesia, the ones that are called out, filled up, and empowered to rule and reign. This is your job, is rule and reign and take dominion of every area of your sphere of influence, your metronome ministry, and your promised land that God called you to take dominion over. So I'm just going to review just a little bit of what what I said in my word. I said over the last two years... The Lord has been doing such a great work in us and we have been we have learned that we needed to repent all the way through God has been dealing with us in in sins of commission but also our merciful God is dealing with sins of omission and I'm going to get into that in a more detailed way and I'm going to give you an example of how God did that in my life there are actually places in your lives ladies and ladies and gentlemen Places in your lives, this is a sin of omission. Sins of commission are things like lusty eyes, lust of flesh, pride of life, judgments you've made against people. But a sin of omission is this. There are actually places in your life where you are missing the mark and you are actually sinning against God and you had no clue. That's the sin of omission. The enemy has been quite successful through traumas, through childhood abuse, devastating diseases and divorces to cause trigger points. When we get triggered because of our past losses, etc., we immediately start going into negative patterns all over again. God has been dealing with these sins of omission, and it is still, and he is still wanting us to call on the grace to repent. And this is, don't, this, if you get anything out of this morning, get this. Keep calling on the grace to repent. There are areas in your life where you don't even know you're missing the mark it's not intentional sinning it's probably not even going to be held against you in in the realm of glory because your heart's your heart it, it it's so calloused in that area that you don't even know you're doing it and so anyway I, <clears throat> no guarantees there but when i think of somebody intentionally sinning that's when somebody's regarding iniquity in their heart what you're <clears throat> what sometimes you're doing through trauma and because of the divorce or whatever um you're getting triggered and, and then you start going down a negative path and then you make cognitive decisions to um, sin. So anyway, uh, you need to still call on the great grace so that God can clean you up. The worst thing you want to be is 85 years old and, and you're in, or 90 years old and your inhibitors are reduced your your areas in your life that it was shielded you your cognitive thinking and then you resort revert, revert sorry back to you know that moment when you were abused or that you go back to that stronghold you need to take care of things now for your future but also when the glory of god comes it's going to absolutely blow a lot of people away and it's going to be something um that we have to be prepared for is the glory of God coming. So we as the people of God have been awakening, arising, advancing so we could abound in this next season, era and year. Just let God finish his work what he began in you by cleaning you up and 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 giving you even the spirit of holiness and and coming into alignment and and being able to hear his voice and and obey and begin to eat of the fruit of the land. This this is You are, you are being readied. Everything you and we, you, we have been going through has not only purged us and is purging us, but also it has been causing us to level up in an anointing. There is a greater grace that is about to abound in direct response to the evil of the day. Can you hear me? Everything that you've been going through, all the the quarantine, the containing, the the viruses, everything that has been going on, that is coming against you, that has been perpetrated by the enemy, is producing power. So get ready for the greater graces about to abound here on the earth and cause you to abound. Get ready to abound in the obedience to the calling and abound in your fields of influence. God has specifically placed you in that region, in that family, and in that job, etc., because he knew what he put on the inside of you. He knows that you are about to grow up bigger than the evil of the day that has been containing you, and all the people in your spheres of influence in and ministry are about to be blessed because you are the answer that has the solutions, for your spheres of influence. Get ready because your people are about to be blessed. I also want to say this to you, ladies and gentlemen, it's not time to escape. It's time to dominate. Now, when I say dominate, people think, you know, I'm I'm, I'm talking about you know being a, a a totalitarian dictator. I'm no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about dominating with the kingdom of God, which is righteousness, peace, and joy, grace, and and truth. And all founded upon faith, hope, and love. In, in your region, what I'm talking about is dominating, is that nobody gets raped. Nobody is stolen from. Nobody loses their job. Nobody is contained. No, Nobody is overwhelmed with depression. That's what I'm talking about dem, dem, when you're to dominate. You're to dominate with the love of the Father. You're to dominate with the moving of the Spirit. You're to dominate with the with the blood of Jesus Christ. It's time for you to dominate. It's not time for you to escape. Stop trying to escape your problems and begin to grow up bigger than them. You have the resources on the inside of you, and you're about to abound. The the devastation throughout the planet is making a demand on heaven, and heaven is coming fully loaded with the glory of God. The weightiness of his resources, the weightiness of his presence, is about to abound. The Lord has finally gotten enough. Ladies and gentlemen, hear this. the God has been waiting for enough of his ecclesia, enough of his people, the ones that are called out of the world and called up into God so that they could be propelled back into the chaos to be placed where he can pour out abun- abundance at an exponential rate. We are about to abound. We are about to be the answer, be, answers because we came with the solutions. The church or the ecclesia in the season will be abounding right in the midst of all of the chaos. So what does it mean to be one that is abounding? The Webster's Dictionary definition of abounding is this. Existing in or providing a great or plentiful quantity or supply. When you're abounding, you're existing in or providing a great or plentiful quantity of or supply. You are about to be the resource for the world because you tapped into the source of all. In His name is Jesus. Get ready to abound in the obedience to the calling and abound in your fields of influence you have to abound in your obedience so hear the word of the Lord you need to hear and obey and when you do you will be abounding God is going to show up greater than you ever thought possible So you have to go into all the world. Mark chapter 16, verse 15 says this. And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. When you you break down this scripture in Mark chapter 16, verse 15, the emphasis is more on the preach than it is on the go. It's more like this. As you go, make sure you are decreeing and declaring The word of the Lord. Everything is voice activated. Everything happens because a preacher was sent. Everything happens because somebody declares a a word of God in season and somebody is delivered by the word of God. We, as we are walking in obedience to God and we're preaching and declaring the kingdom of God, we are actually releasing the very presence and kingdom of God into this realm. The places we have pos- have been positioned in is the place that we will prosper in. To be truthful, this probably one of the hardest places to serve the Lord is in what you're about to step into, prosperity. 3 John 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. I don't per se have a prosperity doctrine. I just know this, that the kingdom of God prospers you. There's a soci- a, a sociological study, secular sociological study, that's called Redemption and Lift. And, wherever, and, and they see this wherever the gospel of the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ is preached, and demonstrated the redemption um so sociologically the redemption in in people's thought life the redemption in in people's marriages the redemption in economical situations Absolutely changes when the gospel of the kingdom comes in. So I want to tell you, God wants to prosper you and and, and he wants you to walk in health. He wants you to be whole. It's about wholeness. This is all about us coming into wholeness so that we can be a conduit that is not clogged up and we can release the kingdom of God. But you are about to prosper, but you need to understand this. When you got money, money solves almost all your problems. And guess what? You find yourself in a position where you don't need God because you got money. Don't let mammon, don't let the blessing become a burden. And I'm just warning you, pray for the grace to handle the abundance. Something you need to do. Pray for the grace to repent. Pray for the grace to handle the abundance. You must develop character along the way because you will need many different. Types of equity to handle the blessings of the Lord. Why didn't you get you know the the ROI or the return on investment of the seeds that you've sown into people's lives? Don't worry about the harvest. Your job is to be obedient and to sow and to water. His job is to bring the increase. Just be faithful and allow him to to be God because he's the one that brings the increase. You are the one that actually sows and and waters your seed let him bring the increase at the right time you don't want increase until your character can handle the blessings of the lord so we have been being readied so and we're being readied through this through the final touches there, are, there are things that I mean. How many people want to live your complete dream? You want to fulfill your complete purpose. You just don't want to fringe the outside of it, but you want to, you want to take all your harvest. You want to have all the gifts. You want, you want to, you want to be um, at the top of your mountain that God has called for you to take, and and so He's got to do these final touches. He's got to deal with some issues. And I'm asking you, ask for a grace to repent. From the sins of omission ask god uh, for grace to handle the blessings and allow him to build your character so you can handle and have the framework to hold the glory that it's not all spilled out or or doesn't destroy the very vessel that it's trying to bless so in mark chapter one verse four it says john the baptist came preaching a baptism of repentance for the remissions of sin preaching a baptism the the word baptism is the greek word bapto so preaching a, a which bapto means uh to submerge or to drown so we need to drown in in the season ladies and gentlemen this is a key scripture for you because you need to drown in repentance a, a baptism of repentance you're being you're being totally swallowed up and saying lord god Uh, Whatever you see in me that should not be there. I'm asking that you would overwhelm me baptize me in repentance in uh, John chapter 1 verse 14 and 15. It says now after John was put in prison. Jesus came to Galilee preaching the kingdom of God And saying this the time is fulfilled and the and the kingdom of God is at hand repent and believe in the gospel this is the message of jesus and it's still the message of john the baptist and which is the spirit of elijah Uh, and this is still the message of jesus and why repentance is not a four-letter word we almost think that holiness or repentance is a swear word that we're we're afraid of it's going to take everything away yeah yeah it's going to take everything away that that is trying to kill you and steal from you and destroy you by repenting, you are returning uh, to God and allowing Him to remove some things so that you can be full and free and whole. That's exciting. That's beautiful. So, ladies and gentlemen, after the, uh, these past two years, let me just put it this way. Over the last two, two years, God has been wanting to change us, to transform us so He can reform us. He's trying to change us transform us so he can reform us what john the baptist was doing is what many of us have been doing and, and then preaching we've been allowing god to change us and then i'm on here to preach to you today this is the day that the lord has made this is your day of salvation this is your day that you're going to get freer than you've ever been before mark chapter 1 verses 2 and 3 as it is written by the prophets "'Behold, I will send my messenger before your face "'who will prepare your way before you. "'The voice of one crying in the wilderness, "'prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight.'" As John the Baptist was preparing the way of the Lord, we must do that as well right now. Jesus Christ is coming back. Yes, there will be a second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. But I want to tell you, before he comes and actually sets up his throne in Jerusalem, we are going to have a, a glorious moment of his presence, of his presence, of the glory, the weightiness that will precede him, the glory of, of God. God filled the temple in the Old Testaments. And I want to suggest to you that the glory of God is going to fill the temple before He comes. My God, that is a word of the Lord right now. Get ready for the weightiness of the glory of God that trailed behind the Father when He walked into the temple is going ahead of Him. The goodness of the Lord, all the goodness of God is about to come upon you. You You're about to abound in the goodness of the Lord and be an answer to a very troubled world out there. In the midst of all the chaos and all all the confusion and everything, you will rise up as a shining example of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and you will have solutions supernaturally show up and you you will be promoted because of the wisdom of God that is coming out of you in this season. Get ready for the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, counsel, might, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord is about to come out of you as well as Holy Spirit himself. Hallelujah. So as John the Baptist was preparing the way for the Lord, we must also as well. So how do we do that? We must submerge ourselves in the thoughts of God. I'm going to get into it in a minute, but about what repentance is. But John the Baptist said he came preaching a, a submersion in repentance. The, repentance is to the change the way you think. And I'm going to get into that. And I'm going to give you some uh, different Greek words for that. But you need to understand that to, to prepare the way for the Lord, you must submerge your thoughts with God. Your, you must have God thoughts. Colossians chapter 3 verse 2, set your mind or uh, upon the things that are above or set your mind uh, or, or feel your mind with heavenly realities and thoughts of god if you read it in the passion translation so i I quoted this earlier uh, third john two beloved i wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prosper your soul must prosper your mind your will and your emotions must prosper For you to have prosperity in this physical and soulish realm, your spirits are already saved, your souls are being saved, and your body will be saved. Um, And take that one to the bank as you allow Holy Spirit to minister to you, through you, and for you. It's all, these last two years, ladies and gentlemen, is all been about repositioning you, realigning you, and recalibrating you. And coming into an alignment by submerging our, our lives and our minds in God's thoughts. So I want to pull out a, a, a TD Jakes for you right now. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. And I didn't, wasn't quite as amplified as he is or, <laughs> um, but we need to get ready. How? By repentance. And once again, repentance is not a four-letter word. You need to say that to somebody. <laughs> repentance is the Greek word metanoia. Metanoia. And metanoia is made up of two words. Meta, meaning after or change. And nos, as meaning the mind. So change the mind. When you are repenting, you are changing your mind. In... in um, in the Old Testament, and the English translation for the re- word repentance is restricted, it's, it's a narrow view of what repentance is, and it has uh, the connotations of being in pain and sorrow because of your sin. Like, do you need to be, do you need to have godly sorrow? Do you need to repent with tears? No question but the fact of the matter is it's it's even bigger than just being sorrowful it's it because you can be sorrowful and then go back and do it because you got caught maybe a lot of people don't repent they just are sorrowful and we need to take this beyond the english and beyond, beyond the old testament uh, the old testament word for for re- repentance is naam it's pronounced nakos it's spelled n a h a m but it's pronounced uh like knockos or almost like nachos. <laughs> and I just want to say, you need, you need, I, I won't crack it, I, I, um, a dad joke right now. But anyway, you need to understand the depth of what uh, to, to repent in the New Testament is. It's actually a complete change of mind. The New Testament biblical repentance is not just sorrow, ladies and gentlemen. If I can reiterate that, but a complete change of your mind, bringing a complete change of direction. To repent in the New Testament is to return, return around, return, turn turn around, and pent, go back up, not just in a one eighty degree but a 180 degree and going back up to your father and thinking thoughts. Your gaze, your focus is very important. So God has been cocooning us and preparing us to metamorphose us. What a caterpillar does in a metamorphose, ladies and gentlemen, and all the, all the darkness that you've been going through, you've been being cocooned. What a, what a caterpillar does is when it's time comes that it's about to metamorphose they they find a a dark place this caterpillar crawling in the dirt and it climbs up and attaches itself to underneath a dark place and it begins to crystallize there's a chrysalis that's formed this is called the pupa stage i i can't make this stuff up (laughs) we've been in over the last two years a pupa stage there's been poopa problems. There's been there's been poopa all over the place and and you've been dealing with poopa in in your in your lives and in your family and all over the place and it feels and it smells and it's been awful for a lot of you and I want to tell you you're just in the poopa stage. How many people feel like you've been in a poopa place? Oh my word. It's for a purpose. What you're going through has purpose. In the pupa stage, the, ca- the caterpillar begins to release enzymes that begins to dissolve all 13 segments and the head. The caterpillar submits to the process to allow the metaphor- metamorphosis to its mature self by becoming one solution. The caterpillar releases an enzyme. There's an enzyme that's been released into the kingdom of God where we have been liquefying, where we're becoming one. The purpose of mature, when you are about to be metamorphosed into your mature self, you become one solution as your body becomes one with the head of the body. Everything of that caterpillar does not translate into a butterfly. It is actually liquefied, and the DNA in, the, in in the caterpillar is beginning to shift things around, and all of a sudden there's a shift and a change. It is so amazing how God created this whole process, but we've been liquefying, and we've become, been becoming one. So the last two years has been a cocooning of, uh, of us, and the preparing and getting us to come to the place where we can be transformed by becoming one with Jesus Christ, the head of the church. We've been waiting. We've been standing. We've been believing. There's a song out there that says that he is in the waiting. The most famous scripture about waiting uh, that you can look in the Bible is not found in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. It says, but those who wait upon the lord those who wait on the lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings like eagles they shall run and not be weary they shall walk and not faint they that wait the Lord is in the waiting, why? Because this is what the, the Hebrew word for wait is, it's quava, and quava means to bind together. What's been going on for the last two years is we've been bound together in the solution, the enzymes of the Holy Spirit, in the midst of all the chaos, and amidst of all the problems and, and all the pain going around. We've been cocooned and being prepared. You've been cocooned and protected, not rejected. You haven't been scattered, you've been sown. It's time for you to understand that it's the mature self that is going to be able to handle and you have to go through the process. Let him finish the process that is happening in your life so you can metamorphose into this mature believer and actually handle the glory and weightiness and the goodness of the Lord that is about to show up on this planet. As we've been waiting on the Lord and we be. been becoming one in your spirits you were you're one with the spirit of the living god at your born again uh experience when you got born again you became literally one with the spirit of the living god this is very important revelation but the, the deal is for you to, to live the full life in the physical and soulless realm on earth that we're in right now, you need your soul to come into alignment and your body to come in alignment with your born-again spirit. And that's what's happening. Our souls, our souls are being transformed into the very likeness of our spirits, which is in the likeness of our God. So it's, it's time for the church. It's time for you, Ecclesia to metamorphose, It's time for you to come out of the cocoon and begin to soar to new heights. Never to crawl in the dirt of the past season again. Somebody say amen. <laughs> amen. So I'm, I'm going to finish up right now. I'm, I'm going to take about maybe five more minutes. Hopefully you can hang with me. And I want to I talk the difference between sins of commission and sins of mission. I'm going to go in a little bit more detail. I'm going to give it an example. So every morning uh, for years, Tammy and I have been waking up of, of about 6.30 and getting coffee and begin to pray the Lord's Prayer. It takes us uh, a lot most of the time close to an hour, you know, between 45 minutes and an hour. I want to tell you, this has literally saved my life. Um, I will get into the whole Lord's Prayer and praying with my wife in another uh, podcast. But I just want to say praying with my wife every morning literally has saved my life so anyway um i'm not going to get into the detail all the details of the lord's prayer and how we go through it on this podcast but i will get into it in on a later date so we start off by saying our father in heaven Hallowed be your name. Holy is your name. And we'll take about 10, 15 minutes or so to just worship the Father and thank him and enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. And we begin to receive the authority of the day. And oh, well, like I said, I'll get into more detail at a later date. But anyway, and then we begin to thank the Lord for the word and really thank Jesus for being the word and and thank him for his promises. And we do a declaration that takes about four minutes and 12 seconds or so. Then we, then we call on the, the, the kingdom to come and his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is where we call on the precious Holy Spirit to come upon all of our sons and daughters, both physically and spiritually, and we name them all by name. Then we ask the Lord for our daily bread. This is when we begin to do our petitionings and our requests. Then we ask the Lord to forgive us of our trespasses and our transgressions, where we have missed the mark, the places where we have literally sinned. So here's where I wanted to go with this whole podcast. So just give me a few more minutes. We ask the Lord to forgive us for the sins of commission, things that we know we did, the lusty eyes, lust of flesh, the pride of life. We ask that, that he would forgive us for the judgments that we've made on anyone. He, he is, um, well, just the things that we knowingly we've, we've done wrong. Then several years ago, the Lord has um, had us to begin to ask for a grace to repent for the sins of omission. The areas in our lives where we're missing the mark and we didn't even know it. There are actually areas in your in our lives because of trauma, like I said earlier, abuse accidents divorces etc where we have been cognitively trained and they are trained trigger spots that the enemy comes and uses when you're about to make your elevation just before the attempted uh, uh just before the inevitable elevation just before the elevation comes an attempted assassination from the enemy because he cannot afford you to go to that next level and understand everything that you are (sighs) praise the lord so something that i've always been is a survivor i've i've survived child abuse i've i've survived my parents divorced and, and i was separated uh from uh from my mom and um Many, many near-death experiences, betrayal, financial destruction, and 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 etc. And and if you've lived for you know fifty years or so, you've or even thirty years, you've seen a lot of different things that the enemy is trying to use to do, steal, kill, and destroy you. So survival is good, and I am a survivor. I, I I will survive. That's you know I I'm just one of those warriors that that will survive. survival is good but it 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 became more of my identity and it started being more of my frequency in my life and i didn't really know what to do until god revealed it one day i didn't know about necessarily the bad part of having a survival mentality like i said survival is good um because (laughs) quite frankly the other options are terrible so um i was going through life and I was surviving, but I wasn't thriving. So in that moment, that one day, that that things multiplied, and, I, and God knew that I was ready to go to the next level, and so He had to remove a sin of omission from my life. And He said to this one day, and He said, Father God, give us a grace to repent. For um, sins of omission, the areas where we're missing the mark and we don't know it, Lord God. And He sa- immediately said to me one day, He says, "You need to repent for your survival mentality, and then you need to ask me for an abundant mentality." And I just want to say to you, when 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 we ask God to forgive us when we got revelation on something that we're missing the mark with. When we got that revelation that day and we repented from with, with all of our hearts and we, we did it for real and we added our faith and we said Father God forgive us for having a survival mentality and a lack, a lack mentality and a poverty mentality. Father God forgive us for these things today in Jesus mighty name and we're also asking that you would give us this abundant mentality that you have oh my word What happened was we never went from paycheck to paycheck ever again to this day. We've always had abundance. We never had to borrow again. God changed everything And I want to tell you, he got us ready to be able to abound and handle. And he's going to ask you to do some things that are going to be tough on your flesh, but it's going to crucify you and and, and you're going to crucify your flesh. And you're going to be able to be everything he needs you to be as an answer with solutions for this realm. Amen. I hope you got something out of this, and I just release right now the spirit of repentance, the grace to repent for the sins in in your lives, the sins of omission, especially the areas where you're missing the mark, and you didn't even know it, and it's been deterring you, and the trigger's been, been pushed here and there, but I want to tell you today, this is your day of deliverance. Receive the grace to repent. Call out for mercy from God uh, on your life, and deal with these issues so that you can be readied for this new season of abundance that we're about to abound in. It's time, ladies and gentlemen, for you to get ready to abound because he's coming with all of his glory and then he's going to establish his throne. Get ready, get ready, get ready for he shall come and it will be glorious for the church in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Bless you guys. Hopefully you go to my website at www.berrymiracle.ca or if you can remember this better because of the title of this podcast, www.wakeupintoyourdream.com and please leave a uh, message there. Let me know how you're doing, how we could pray for you. And uh, you can ha- There's tons of resources there that you can use and, and receive a lot of hope today. Bless you guys and we'll talk to you next week. Bye for now.